Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey his command to watch therefore and be ready for you don't know the hour or the day the Son of Man is coming, coming to take us back to that place he's prepared for us. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, encouraging everyone who's watching today more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. so thankful and blessed to be with you today. I have a special program as at the time of this recording, I'm preparing to go to Nigeria for a couple of weeks. And just last night, Iran hit Israel with 20 rockets from southern Syria. They landed in the northern Golan. Now, folks, this is getting very serious. I, I recently shared on the program how significant this is according to the prophetic word of God, primarily from the Psalms and Isaiah 17. If you didn't see that program, go to our website, please take a look at it. So what I thought it would be good today to do is to remind our viewers why we have a program called Watch Therefore and Be Ready. Uh, that's kind of a sub-theme of the program, because Messiah Jesus says that, which, which I'll discuss with you in the program. And, and, and so I'm going to give a summary, and also I have a book coming out called Watch Therefore and Be Ready that has more details, and, and I'll be offering that on the program in weeks to come. But I want to give a summary today of why it's so urgent for us to watch therefore and be ready for Messiah Jesus to come for us in the clouds. In, in Matthew 24, the Lord answers a question from a discussion really that started at the end of Matthew 23 as the Lord says that he will uh, not come back to Jerusalem. The people of Jerusalem will not see him till they hear the people of Jerusalem. Jewish people, Israelis say, Baruch HaBashem Adonai, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Uh, then in Matthew 24, it begins with the disciples talking about the temple that the Lord said would be destroyed. And they ask him then, when would that take place and what would the sign of his coming be? And of course, that did take place in 70 AD, some 40 years after the Lord predicted that it would. And, and so the Lord goes on in Matthew 24 to answer the question, when will these things be? What will be the sign of his return to Jerusalem? Folks, we need to see how important Jerusalem is. Our Lord Jesus in the Gospels calls Jerusalem the city of the great king. The city of the great king, along with other very significant established ways of discussing with his people how important Jerusalem is all through the Gospels. So, we need to remember that. This is all headed towards Jerusalem. Uh, this will culminate with Armageddon, Revelation 16, and fight its way into Jerusalem. 
And so in Matthew 24, the Lord uh, speaks of things that will happen down through time, but the end is not yet. But then he warns of these birth pangs. And there are four of them. Nation will rise up against nation. Really, it says ethnic group will rise up against ethnic group. And I uh, discuss uh, in my book that's coming details about these birth pangs. And I've discussed it also in other programs. But in the summary, I'm just going to kind of zip through this because I'm getting to something. I want to have time to, to, uh, to get to where I'm going, if you will. And so uh, nation will rise up against nation. And there will be famines and pestilences, diseases, and earthquakes. These are birth pangs, just the beginnings of the birth pangs, he says. And these four things are bouncing in the red zone like never before in the history of humanity at the same time. Then uh, the Lord speaks of this time of great tribulation such as the world has never seen and then the skies will open up and he will return. After this in Matthew 24 in verse 32 he speaks of the fig tree blossoming. I've spoken about this at length on other programs. The fig tree blossoming is Israel. In Joel chapter 1, we see the the fig tree that has put forth leaves being stripped bare at the day of the Lord. And so that has taken place. The fig tree has put forth leaves, yet not fruit. And he says uh, in Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21, that you know that summer is near when you see the fig tree put forth leaves and that's when the fig tree bears fruit in the summer. So Israel in this time is part of the signs of the times we live in that Messiah Yeshua is about to come back to earth. He goes on then to discuss the days of Noah. The days of Noah. And there are primary characteristics of Noah's day. He says, so will it be with the coming of the Son of Man in the days of Noah. And he starts off the days of Noah discussion by saying, but of that day and hour, no one knows. That day and hour is a mysterious term pertaining to the Jewish wedding that I write about in my upcoming book. And so some of the, of the characteristics of Noah's day were extreme wickedness, a population explosion, corruption, and violence. All of these things in this generation like never before in the history of humanity. And, and see, what we need to realize is that these things are all working together right now in our day. You know, it's kind of hard to believe especially after thousands of years people saying, oh, this is the final generation, uh, uh, the end is near, and all that. And, and people say that to me all the time. I say, well, they were wrong. Well, what makes it so you're right? And they were wrong. There was no Israel 100 years ago. There was no Israel 500 years ago, 1,000 years ago, 1,500 years ago. But today, the fig tree has put forth leaves. And Israel is the hub of the wheel, if you will, of Bible prophecy. And so we live 
in this time. We live in this time of the fulfillment of Bible prophecy. And Messiah Jesus, after speaking about the days of Noah, says, watch therefore and be ready, for you don't know the hour or the day the Son of Man is coming. You don't know the hour or the day the Son of Man is coming. Now, in Luke 21, as he warns about this, he speaks of, of people who will be carousing and, and will be consumed with the cares of this life. And I want to talk to you about that for just a moment. Because my little Jewish mother said to me when I was a little boy, the things I'm telling you, she would talk about Bible prophecy. It was very popular in the Jesus movement in America uh, in the late 60s, early 70s. And there was a book by a, a wonderful man of God named Hal Lindsey called The Late Great Planet Earth that had come out. And so I learned these things uh, when I was a little boy. And I said to my mother one night, I remember she was sitting at, uh, next to me on my bed to pray before we went to sleep. And she said these, some of these things to me. And I said, but mom, why won't people see that the earth is this crazy and that everything is coming against Israel this way? How will people not see that and, and, and give their lives to Jesus, the Lord? And I'll never forget what she said. She said, the world will be so dark and people will be so blind and they'll love their sins so much that they won't be able to see it. Folks, that's the world we live in today. That's where we are right now. Do you see it? Do you have eyes that can see and ears that can hear? And so... Uh, with the program I did recently with regard to Isaiah 17, 1 and Psalm 83, these, there's a series of biblical wars that, that are going to be taking place very soon. And, and the setup for them has been going on for decades, but certainly nothing like what's going on right now. When you have Persia from Ezekiel 38 in Syria from Isaiah 17, 1, and these other nations gathering around Israel, Psalm 83, at the same time, everything is being prepared for these biblical wars that lead up to the coming of Messiah Jesus to sit on the throne of David. And, and so there's such an urgency in my spirit. I'm going to Nigeria to preach this gospel and, and the watch therefore message. The gospel of Messiah Jesus and the watch therefore message. Watch therefore and be ready. That's the message for all believers. The gospel is the message for unbelievers. The watch therefore message is that which is for those who believe in Messiah Jesus. That we might live powerful, holy, godly, expectant, fruitful lives in preparation for our great king that's coming. So this half of the program is the watch therefore message. The watch therefore message. The next part of the program will be watch therefore and the rapture. Watch therefore, be ready, and the rapture of believers in Messiah Yeshua. 
Be right back in just a moment. As the world continues to go more than 10 kinds of crazy, I'm so thankful for the Watch Therefore message, and it's expanding, which I'll share with you more about in just a moment. But first, a little about our ministry that operates under the Watch Therefore umbrella, because the faithful servant, he's watching for the master to come, but he's also doing what the master commanded. And as we look at Romans 1.16, we find out how to do that, taking the gospel and discipleship to the Jew first and then to the nations. We have our ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, co-founded by myself and our ministry partner, John McTurnan. And we're so happy uh, with our Blessing Israeli Believing partners in Messiah Jesus who are getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, ministering life to Holocaust survivors, and so much more. And our Then to the Nations ministry poured out for the nations. Oh, it's so exciting, as in sub-Saharan Africa, hearts are so open to the gospel and the Watch Therefore message. Now, I've been to 10 African countries. Right now, we're focusing in on Uganda and Nigeria. Uganda is our orphans ministry, a father to the fatherless, a defender of widows, is God in his holy habitation. And there we work through our ministry partner, Pastor Mohosa Lewi, on the Naka Valley Refugee Camp, ministering to about four 150 orphans. In Nigeria, we have a great preaching and teaching platform for the gospel and the Watch Therefore message. Now, the ministry is expanding, and I want to talk to you about money for just a moment. But first, let me say this. For anyone who's watching, you haven't yet received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Please do not send any money into this ministry. We don't want your money. We want you to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior and enjoy the program today. Be our guest on the program. But for those who are born again and who understand the principles of sowing and reaping for the kingdom of God and laying your treasures up in heaven, yes, our ministry is expanding. The television show is going into new areas. And with that, there's costs. It's very expensive. Now, our our trust and our hope is in the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. And we trust him to raise up from our viewers faithful partners who will come alongside this ministry and say, I want to be involved in that. I want to pray. I want to give towards this work. I may not be called to Nigeria, but I can sure be part of the prayer and, and giving ministry. And so you can sign up for our monthly newsletters. Go to our website, watchtherefore.tv, and there you can be kept informed monthly of some of the things that are going on in our ministry. Between that and our websites, you can know what you're praying into and what you're sowing into. Listen, the world is getting worse and it's going to get more difficult, but where sin abounds, and it certainly is, grace abounds all the more. So let's be the faithful servant. Let's, let's live what we believe. Let's watch for the coming of Messiah Jesus in the clouds to take us back to that place he's been preparing for us. And let's make disciples who are doing the same. Oh, hallelujah. This is a great day to watch therefore and be ready. Now, back to the program. Remember, watch therefore. Welcome back to Watch Therefore. As promised, this segment of the program is going to pertain to the Watch Therefore message and the rapture. Now, one of the pushbacks I get, some resistance, primarily from our mid-tribulation rapture and post-tribulation rapture brothers and sisters in the Lord, is 
as they would say in Matthew 24, Messiah Jesus isn't speaking directly to the rapture. Well, actually, I believe he is. Why doesn't he say it? Why doesn't he use the terminology pertaining to the rapture? By the way, the word rapture uh, comes from a Latin translation of a passage in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, it says, For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, the trumpet of God. The dead in Christ shall rise first, then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up. Those two words, caught up, remember them. Caught up together with him in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we always be with the Lord. Those words caught up in Greek were translated along with, you know, the Bible to Latin. And the Latin word is, is the place from which we get the word in English, rapture. It's a similar sounding word. And that's where the word rapture comes from. It's from those two words caught up. So if you don't like the word rapture, we'll be caught up. <laughs> okay? And, and, and so uh, many of our mid-tribulation and post-trib uh, brothers and sisters would say he's not speaking to that there. But, but Paul certainly uh, is unpacking something later that has been a mystery. It's been a mystery. And that's why the Lord doesn't directly call it being caught up uh, when he's talking about the watch therefore message. For example, in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, uh, when Paul is talking about the rapture, he said, there's this mystery, but he's going to reveal then that which has been hidden. That's what a mystery is. It's something that's been hidden. And, and so it's revealed through the ministry and the life of, of Paul, the apostle. Okay, and, and so uh, he says there's this mystery. We shall not all die. And he speaks of those who will be changed in the twinkling, in a blink of an eye. We shall be changed. And it speaks then of the details pertaining to being caught up in the rapture. And a good cross-reference is that which I uh, quoted a moment ago in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. And there's other places where it's spoken of, where Paul calls the rapture the blessed hope. Uh, that pertains like that saying in the days of Noah, but no one knows the hour or the day. It pertains to the Jewish wedding. The term the blessed hope pertains to the Jewish wedding. The bride has been betrothed and she's preparing herself for the coming of the groom. She doesn't know when he's going to come. She doesn't know the hour or the day. So she lives every day preparing herself to be ready for the blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Titus 2.13. Again, I speak about this in great detail in my upcoming book. And so, in Matthew 24, the reason the Lord doesn't directly discuss these things and unpack them there in the Gospels is that he does that later. It's his prophetic plans. That's how Bible prophecy works, folks. It, it starts with covenant in the book of Genesis. It is unpacked through the prophetic word of God and becomes more clear and more clear and more clear all the way up through the book of Revelation. Okay? And, and, and so, that's the reason... While, while in Matthew 24, Mark 13, and Luke 21, that's why the Lord is talking about events surrounding the rapture. 
And he says this, watch therefore and be ready for you don't know the hour or the day of the coming of the Son of Man. So we who read the prophetic scriptures and we see the rapture unpacked through the prophetic plans and timing of the Lord through Paul, we understand now the whole picture, the whole counsel of God. That when Messiah Jesus tells people who are looking for the blessed hope, watch watch therefore and be ready, well, that speaks of me. I believe in Messiah Jesus, and I need to live every day of this life watching for the coming of the Lord. It's really very simple. It's really very simple. So, so people ask me, why do you believe in a pre-tribulation rapture? I said, well, I, I do lean towards that, but more than I believe in a pre-tribulation rapture, I believe in a watch therefore rapture. What do you mean? And really, this can dispel some of the differences and arguments and what I call rapture hassles between pre-trib, mid-trib, and post-trib believers. It's this. If my, if my mid- or post-trib brother in the Lord says to me, uh, why do you believe this? I say, listen. Or, or here's a better way of saying it. If they say to me, okay, smarty pants, we're one day, five days, two years into the great tribulation, and you're still here, what then? I say, oh, that's no problem. Every day like today, I'll watch for the Lord to come and I'll do what he commanded. How about that? How about that? Now, think of this. There are three primary positions with regard to the rapture. uh, And there's other variations as well, but three primary uh, positions, pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib. Pre-trib means that uh, Messiah Jesus will come for believers uh, in the clouds, take them back to that place he's been preparing for them before the tribulation begins. Mid-trib is that he'll do that during the middle of the tribulation. Post-trib is that the believers have to go through the whole tribulation and he'll come back at the very end. And we'll go up and make it like a holy U-turn and come back down. Um, So I I don't see how we get to that place he's been preparing for us if we do that. But anyhow, here's the point. Only one of those positions facilitates me watching for him today like the faithful servant. Well, what do you mean? Because Messiah Jesus went on in Matthew 24 to say, there's a faithful servant and there's a wicked servant. And the faithful servant is watching for the master to come and giving the servants of his house their food in due season. What's this mean? He's obeying what the master commanded him to do. Now, there's great details associated with giving them their food in due season. I don't have time to go into the details of that in this program. But know this. The faithful servant is watching for the master to come and doing what the master commanded. And he will be blessed when the master returns and will be put in charge over the master's goods. For how long? Eternity. You see, because after the rapture, we go before the judgment seat of Christ. We are given rewards, crowns, positions. And there is also loss that is suffered for those. And for actually possibly everybody who hasn't walked in certain areas in the Lord's, the Lord has called them to. Potential loss, but potential great reward. And then we return with Messiah Jesus to rule and reign under his authority in his administration. 
the kingdom of God as he sits on the throne of David. Now there's a wicked servant. The wicked servant says this, my master is delaying his coming. And the wicked servant becomes ungodly and worldly and begins to beat the servants who are watching for the master to come and doing what the master commanded. Notice there's only two servants. There's not three, five, ten servants. I want to be the faithful servant. And I want to make disciples who are the faithful servant, who are watching today for the master to come and doing what the master commanded. So whenever he comes, I believe it'll be before the tribulation, but, but whenever he comes, before, during, after, I'm watching for him to come and I'm ready. And for those of you who say he cannot come today, remember he said he's coming at a time when you think not. At a time when you think not. And the wicked servant, he says, was not watching for him. I encourage everybody watching today, whatever these doctrinal positions that you hold dear to and all that, if any of them prevent you from watching for the master to come today and doing what he commanded, forsake them. Oh, please, I urge you. Now, maybe you're watching today and and the spirit of the Lord would show you, I'm not really saved. I'm not really ready to go to that place the Lord's prepared for me. Know this, there's another place that's been prepared and you don't want to go there. It's where the wicked servant goes. He goes to hell. Today, while there's yet time, seek the Lord while he may be found. Realize that you've sinned, yes, and there is a place uh, called hell where sinners go, yes, but you don't have to go there. Why? Because our Father in heaven loves you. He loves you. And he sent his only begotten son, Messiah Jesus, to live a sinless life. Why? So he would be qualified to take your and my sins upon himself on the cross. Why? So we could have the righteousness and the forgiveness and the goodness of God our Father. When? Now and forevermore. It's a really good deal. You should take it. Call upon the name of the Lord. Pray with me. Oh, Lord Jesus, save me. Forgive me. Show me how to to live a life that honors God. I believe you died on the cross for my sins. I believe you have the power and the authority to forgive my sins. You were sent by God our Father. Oh, save me, heal me, and forgive me, Lord. Thank you for saving me and forgiving me today, Jesus, Lord. Amen. Yes, do that today. Repent of your sins, turn away from them, and trust that Jesus the Lord died on the cross for your sins and rose from the grave. Now I want to pray for all of our viewers. Oh, Father in heaven, bless all of our viewers today. Teach us how to be the faithful servant who's watching for you to come. And as all hell begins to break loose, as the birth pings get more intense, we will have peace and joy knowing you're coming for us any moment in the clouds. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Our our program is up for today. Remember to do this. Watch therefore and be ready. Thank you for joining us for our program today. Our program is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveschwartz 62 at yahoo.com. That's D-O-V-S-C-H-W-A-R-Z 62 at yahoo.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website, watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website, watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is an amazing tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. 
Feel free to also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready.